This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our first week of our series called Habits. My name is Tyler, and I'm the pastor here. Growing up, I had dreams of becoming an amazing musical artist. I wanted to be on a touring alternative rock band and become famous. In fact, I even did a speech project when I was a freshman in high school about what it would be like to record music and go on tours. And I could feel it in my bones. This is what I was born to do. And I had the Ibanez rock guitar and I started learning all the tabs to all the alternative rock and punk rock songs of the day. And for a few days, maybe even months, I was committed. I learned, I studied, I played and improved. And then at some point I stopped. I stopped playing guitar as often, and instead of learning things online from guitar tabs, I started focusing on instant messaging my friends, which is like what you did back in the day. You like typed instead of texted. And to make a long story short, here I am now today, not even playing in any sort of band. And one day I stumbled across my old guitar tabs. I had totally forgotten about my dream of being a musical artist until then. And it's funny how quickly a dream can just fade. And has something like that ever happened to you? You had a a big dream and an idea or or something that you wanted to become great at. You even started and, and put in the work, but then you forgot about it. Maybe it wasn't music. Maybe you wanted to start your own YouTube channel. You vlogged an entire day, but then you were too tired to actually edit and upload it. You said that you do, you do it tomorrow, but eventually too many days passed and you forgot about it. Or maybe you're an athlete and you had goals to level up your skills this year or to get in even better shape over the summer, but things didn't go as planned. Too many skipped workout days passed and eventually you just feel disconnected from the passion that you had around your original goals. Or maybe you were going to work really hard on your grades this year. You wanted to raise your GPA and boost your chances of getting into your dream college. And you had a whatever it takes mentality going into the year. But here you are months later, not where you wanted to be. Here's the deal. The quickest way for something to go from super important to kind of forgot about it is for it to be out of our sight. Out of our sight, out of our mind is a real thing. And this isn't just true about activities or goals that we have. Think about it when it comes to people, like your friendships. When we lose connection with our friends, we sometimes fill our heads with ideas about things that may have changed since we last saw them. Like, are we really still friends? Or are they mad at me for something I said or did? Or, or did they replace me with someone else? And we start to play these over in our heads. And sometimes friendships slowly drift apart and we begin to question things and, and doubt the friendship. And it all starts with the lack of interaction or, or our time together. 
But what happens with us and a dream that we want to accomplish but end up abandoning is the same thing that happens with friends that we want to stay close to but end up drifting apart from. We have a goal. We have an end in mind. But without making a habit out of the work to make that goal a reality, the dream dies. The friendship fizzles. Things just don't turn out the way that we want. Because without making a habit out of spending time with people that we care about or without making a habit out of practicing the skills that we need to make the dream come true, we don't accomplish what we want. And here's the thing. Many of you may have just started an exciting new relationship with God, or maybe you have been following Jesus for a while, but you don't want to drift apart from him. Or if I had to guess, I would bet some of you have had the same sort of experience with God already. The, the relationship fizzles. The, the goal of feeling close to him is, is never really reached. And maybe you have found yourself wondering why that is. Is it because God is invisible? Or maybe he just feels so far away. Or it seems strange to try to figure out a way to talk to someone that you don't have a text thread with. It's not just very clear. Or maybe you even wonder if you did something wrong or to, to cause a distance with God. Whatever idea that you have of what you think a relationship with God looks like, maybe it just isn't happening and it feels a bit like a goal that you abandoned the, and you abandoned the friendship that just isn't the same. And the question that you are asking is, is this the way that it has to be? So when he was on earth, when Jesus, Jesus was on earth, he had a moment when he was surrounded by several religious experts, all these people who knew so much about God and about how you're supposed to live your life. And they loved asking him questions. And sometimes because they wanted to learn from him, but mainly because they wanted to trip him up. They wanted to catch him saying something that would cause Jesus to lose his influence and ruin his reputation. And at one point, one of the religious leaders asked Jesus what the greatest commandment was. These religious leaders thought that they understood God and his law better than anyone, so they were in no danger of forgetting about God. Following God's rules were front and center of their entire lives, and now in front of a crowd of people, they asked Jesus out of the hundreds of laws and commandments, which one that he would make number one. Jesus responded with an answer that every one of the teachers and experts of the law would have known by heart because they heard it their entire lives. This is Mark 12, 30. It says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. And Jesus tells us what he wants us to do. Love an invisible God with everything that we have, but he doesn't say how at that moment. Later, Jesus uses an illustration to help explain that. He was having a conversation with his disciples at this time, and Jesus knew that while he was visible to his friends at that moment, he wouldn't be much longer. Eventually, he would return to heaven and no longer walk on the earth. And it didn't mean that Jesus would no longer exist. He would just no longer be visible in the way that, had gotten, that they had gotten used to. So with that in mind, Jesus gives them an illustration. This is John 15, 5. He says, I am the vine, 
you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Now back then, agriculture or farming was as common and popular as cell phones are today. It was a part of everyday life. Everybody knew about farming, vines, and plant life. They would have immediately known that the branch of a plant can only create fruit if that fruit is connected to the nutrients of the vine that the vine provided. So let's put it in terms that we would use today. It would be like saying that a power cord gets the electricity it needs from the power outlet to give power to whatever is plugged into it. And the verse written a little differently would go something like this. I am the power outlet, you are the cord. If you remain in me and I in you, you will power many devices. Apart from me, you can power nothing. Most of us have things at home that need to be on that need to be plugged into an outlet in order to work. You have televisions, hair straighteners, coffee pots, everything. Almost everything in our house has some sort of electricity. And this list could go on and on for days. And think about the incredible things that you can do and all the people that you connect with through your phone or even your Xbox. If your Xbox is connected to an outlet, it can do wonders. If your Xbox is unplugged, it's just a pile of metal in front of you. If your phone is connected to an outlet, it's the single most innovative piece of technology of all time. If your phone has no battery left, it has all the potential in the world but that's all it is, potential. If your device is connected to an outlet, it has true power. If your device has no electricity, it's dead. This is a lot like you and your relationship with God. You have so much power and so much potential to do so many things. You can love your friends. You can serve your family. You can make wise decisions. You can pursue God's plan for your life. You can change the world right where you are simply by living the life God has called you you to live. You can do all of these things and more in your everyday life if you are plugged in. That's when you begin to bear fruit, which is equal to your devices being powered up. When you're connected to God, you get to live as the single greatest creation of all time. God said so when he made you. If you aren't connected, you have all the potential in the world, but there's something standing in the way. You are still the greatest creation of all time, but there's a gap between where you are and where you could be. We need to stay connected to God, to know God, and we need to know God in order to love God more. And loving God, that's what Jesus said was the most important commandment of all time. In order to love God with everything that we are, we need to be connected to him with all that we are. So think of it this way. Connecting with God helps us know him better. Connecting with God will help you know him better. But connecting with an invisible God will take some effort. It will take making connection a habit. Loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength means that we're putting in the effort over time to make it happen. So how do we do that? 
Well, th there are lots of ways to connect with God. So we're going to start with one simple idea. Spend more time with God. Over the next few weeks, we're going to talk more specifically about ways that you can spend time with God. But this week, I want to give you a challenge to spend 15 minutes with God each day. Doing what? Well, here are some ideas. Listen to worship music and think about God while you do. Or go for a walk and pray, talking to God about things that you are grateful for or maybe things that you need help with. Or write down some prayers or thoughts or questions in a journal. Or another idea is read devotionals on the YouVersion Bible app. There's ones that are go, even go alongside this habit series. Pick one and go for it. Or come up with some ideas as a small group or maybe a group of friends on, on how to build habits to get to know God in everyday ways. Whatever you decide, it doesn't have to be perfect or feel magical. There's one goal and one point of spending time with God, to get to know him better by connecting with him, like connecting with a power source, to begin to build into our lives the space for a habit of time spent with God. Just know, whatever you decide to try, it may look different for different people. Because just like there are endless ways that you can connect with your friends, seeing them at school or hanging out with them on the weekends or commenting on their social media, there are endless ways to connect with God. The point isn't how you do it, it's that you do it. Over and over again, making a habit, a pattern out of time spent with him. Getting to know and connecting with a God that we can't see will take time. It will take creating a habit over time and before it starts to feel easier and more natural. But I love this phrase out of the book of James in the New Testament. This is James 4, 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. There is no magic formula about this. It's just taking the time to make a habit. Over time, we will find ourselves closer to God and he will feel closer to us. And even though God is with us all the time, the habit of spending time with him will eventually bring a feeling of closeness that we maybe haven't experienced before. Imagine for a second if you made a habit out of connecting with God. What if because of this habit, you felt comfortable with him? or closer to him? What if in the process of spending time with him, you really began to notice yourself loving God with more of your heart, mind, soul, and strength? How cool would it be to feel like you were connected to the power, the presence, and the love of God? So here's the thing. God wants you to make a habit of spending time with him, of getting close to him, not because he wants to control you, but because he wants to be closer to you. He's a good God who wants, to, wants a good relationship with his children, his kids, and that includes you. So remember, connecting with God helps us know him better. So let me pray. Father, I just thank you so much for your desire to want to know us. So I pray that desire in us can grow for us to want to know you. And I pray that we can grow and connect with you this week. I pray that we can take on that challenge to spend 15 minutes a day just to spend time with you, even if each day it looks different. 
I pray that as we try to make an effort to connect with you, you start to show up. You start to show us some amazing things. You are so good to us. Jesus, we love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.